Good day, good sir. Hello. How are you? Good. All right. This is a Critically Average Podcast. Podcast. That's my co-host. Po- podcast. That's my co-host, <laughs> Elijah Hill. Yeah. I'm Will. Um, this week we are doing MacGuffins. Yep. We reference them a lot, so. We do. And we use I that word a lot, so yep. we might as well do an episode. get some... Do you have you have some good examples and some bad yeah, examples? Basically, ten good and ten bad. Okay, which will like some you might know more about than me. Like Perfect, you're more experienced on that movie or something like that. Gotcha. And we'll just discuss them each and why they're oh, good or bad. Sweet. Yeah. Thanks for putting that together. I've been busy as hell. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Got number time. <laughs> no, you're busy too. Yeah, but you just you have. There's blank spaces in between. Exactly, busy. up and down. All right, I like our list this week. Oh, hold on, we should probably do some movie news. Yeah. We actually have some relevant movie news. Yeah, there's some in-game spoilers because Kevin Feige has come out and said that the Spider-Man trailer is in fact after Endgame. Mm-hmm. So Peter Parker's back. Yep, with Nick Fury, uh, Mariah Hill. Maria Hill. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hill's back, and then all his classmates are well, we didn't seemingly die, alive. But- True. If any of them did, they're probably back. But they're back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, I think Mysterio looks dope. He does. And I, I love Jake Gyllenhaal. I was about to say, I bet you were geeking out. I was. And, and I was worried that he was going to be, like, weird. You know what I mean? That he's going to be, like, too charming for right. a villain. Yeah. But no, he, I mean, he just... he I think he fits it. Right. And Mysterio doesn't look cheesy or crappy. Even with the fishbowl. Yeah, and I like how it's, like... Like uh, Iron Man helmet. Like, he just kind of, like, whoop, whoop, just pops it on and off. It's not like in the comics where he has this weird, like, it's like an actual (laughs) fish bowl. That reminded me of fish from Chicken Little. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he's got the... (laughs) (laughs) It's a good one. Um, But I think think Mysterio could be up there with, like... um, some, Some of the best villains? Yeah, like Vulture and... Killmonger. Killmonger, yeah, I think so too because I think it's one, very interesting. I think one, they figured out how to make villains good, mm-hmm. and two, they've got a really good actor behind it, like Vulture and Killmonger. Killmonger. Mm-hmm. And I, I think this movie is just going to be a riot. I think it's going to be a be ton fun. of fun. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to go out there and say I think it's going to be the second best movie of the year, behind Endgame. Oh, okay, yeah. After seeing this trailer, though, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little worried about Endgame. Oh, just I, I think I know what you're saying. Like you just think everything's gonna be fine. I think it's just gonna be a retcon, just like everything's fixed. And I really hope that's not true. I don't but this get this movie looks really fun and it's set right after like what is probably gonna be one of the saddest Marvel movies yeah, of like all time. Everyone's just ignored and over it by now. Like That's oh, what I mean. Dust that's what I mean. Ago. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I doubt I mean, I have faith in them, you know? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm still a little worried. But I think it'll be fine. Uh, do you think? Do you think uh, the rock and the water and the clouds is that? Do you think that's Mysterio? I think so. You do? Yeah, because I think he's like playing it up, kind okay. of like Syndrome from Incredibles. Okay. Yeah, from the first Incredibles anyway. He's trying to pose as a hero, where he's behind the whole thing, sort of dealio. Yeah, I, I think he's the reason they're doing. That's dirty. what he's trying at the beginning, right? He's trying to say he's the hero. I think so. Yeah, because that's that's one of his origins in a comic book. 
is that he says that he's the hero and Spider-Man's the real villain. Yeah, he like starts framing or tries to frame Spider-Man. And doesn't he work for Shield in this? This gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. It is. This, I'm I'm very curious. I I, I have a hard time. Like I want to learn as much as I can about the, about yeah. it, but I, then I don't want to just like same for Endgame. Oh, I I'm not, <laughs> dude. I cannot tell you how many times I'm like, I've actually come to the point where. Marvel is one of the things on Google that I have. You know how Google gives you those tabs? Uh-huh. Marvel is one of the ones. And I had to tell Google this week to that I'm not interested in Marvel, which oh, felt really, really weird because <laughs> it's like, no, I'm as interested in Marvel that I made a damn podcast mainly yeah, yeah, yeah. about their, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I was like, it, it would pop up and be like, in-game spoiler, da-da-da-da-da. And it would say it in the title, and I'm like... <laughs> you, you can't say in-game spoiler and then put the name of somebody right, right under it, you know. So, yeah, I had to I had to quit that because I right. I don't even know if I'm gonna watch the trailer for Endgame. Mm-mm. I probably will, but I don't want to. I I feel like I have to for this to like make a comment about it, but I really don't want to right. either. Hmm. We'll see. Yeah. Well, we're gonna end up watching it. Yeah, I probably. I don't think I could honestly take it. Yeah, but they said they weren't really going to show anything after like the first 20 minutes or so that's like what uh, that whole first trailer is that's what james wan said as well <laughs> eh, I, I i think he meant the opposite there's nothing in the last 15 <laughs> i haven't spoiled it all yet uh, yeah no and i think the fact that you said that the russo say that it was foggy okay which means they have something to do with it Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like DC just contracts out their trailers, because oh, for, exa- okay. for like example, for like, example, uh, like Suicide Squad, the trailer and the movie were like a complete departure yeah. from each other, and I think I think they just contract out their trailers, and the guys just make their movie as interesting as possible and send it back, mm-hmm. and they go, yeah, that works, right? Yeah, okay, I'm excited. I am too. It looks really good. It does, and uh, I like the fact that. It may be a little early, but he's been in a few movies. But I like the fact that he's just like, can I just be a kid? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Which the last two Spider-Mans never would have happened. I, he's not. There's In neither one of those Spider-Mans is, is he like, oh, I just want to be a kid. It's more just like, oh, I just want to be a normal <laughs> well, in, functioning In Spider-Man adult. 2, there's you know like 30 minutes of the movie where he gave up being Spider-Man. But that but, was because it was interfering with his real life. But he's like an adult. Yeah, so, so you got like the impression, like exactly. I want to be a kid. No, this one actually. <laughs> he's like, I just want to go. I just want to go to a trip to Europe with my school, please. Yeah. You know, I, that just fits Spider Man so much more. Yeah, yeah. sweet. Mm-hmm. All right. Any other movie news this week? Uh, there was a teaser trailer for Shazam. That's true. I Did didn't you see, see it. it. Oh, okay, it was it was most of the same stuff, just a few different shots. Um, it showed like a very small snippet of like a fight scene between. Um, Shazam and Doctor Savon, and it looked like it was like Man of Steel style. Okay, them flying about and punching. Gotcha. Which doesn't look bad. And I just it was actually kind of funny the, um, like the end of it. You know how they do like a post credit scene of a trailer. Uh huh. Like after it's like Shazam, and then it does something. They're at a real estate agent uh, firm or whatever, asking about layers and stuff. <laughs> it, it's kind of funny. It was, it was really funny. <laughs> Does he walk up to the counter at the gas station and be like, "Can I have your finest something or other? beer?" Is he, he say beer. beer? Yes. 
And then he he leaves with something else. Isn't so. it grape soda that he leaves with, or something like that? Uh, he leaves with a like smorgasbord of foods. Goods. Yeah, foods. Um, that's like I just remembered. I was gonna do something because I I'm trying to like get get into a habit whenever I start the show. Okay. And I was gonna do something. And I completely forgot to do it. So be uh, ready for that next week. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> it just doesn't fit now. Yeah. Or maybe it can. Who knows. Oh, the other movie news. Dark Phoenix. <laughs> oh, yeah? $200 million they've spent on reshoots already. Oh, man. <laughs> I think my prediction is going to be right now from the uh, critically average movie of the year. <laughs> I'm so excited make to watch so much fun of it. I'm so excited. I'm going to look up something real quick because okay. I said, oh, I oh, said I Glass. I said Glass was going to be the biggest loss of the Flop. year. Flop. Mm-hmm. Financially, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a thirty-six percent, and oh. everyone's been saying it's bad. So I don't think it's gonna make any money. So box. Oh yeah, boxes. I heard it was bad. Yeah, I've heard it's not good whatsoever. Liked, I heard he like out M Night Shyamalan himself. Bro, it's made. F- I I lost. I lost already. It's made forty-six million dollars in the first weekend. Who's watching this movie? Well, nothing else is out, to be fair. I mean, that's true, but there, there's no way I would go to that movie mm-hmm. until well, someone said it's good. Not necessarily. A flop doesn't necessarily lose money. It just, like, doesn't reach its full potential or something. That's Like Batman, Superman, uh, Justice League, Aquaman, potentially. I probably shouldn't have picked Glass, then. <laughs> no, I mean. Because <laughs> it doesn't have high it potential. It could still be. It's like. If it doesn't like double its whatever it's called, which is, which is their goal, right? Is to double their what's it called? Yeah, yeah. Production cost. And based on the amount that they advertise for this, I imagine they spent twice as much on advertising, which is what they normally do. Mm-hmm. So twenty million, so forty million, and they've already made it. They made six Maybe. million dollars in profit already. Maybe. What did I say? Sonic. I think I said Sonic. Oh God, Sonic. <laughs> I'm positive I did. I mean, I'm curious if we're gonna go see that. Yeah, I said Sonic. Wait, what? Sonic that truck? Yeah. Yeah, I think it depends on what else is out. I basically base what we go see for the podcast based on like if it has any popularity and if right. it looks any good whatsoever. You know. Well. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see yeah. when Sonic ho- roll rolls around. <clears throat> All right. Ready for the list? Yeah, let's do this list. Cool. So we, we talked about it last week, but it's uh, it's like our ten favorite video games. Ten? How many did you do? I thought we did seven. Seven. I did seven as well. I'm sorry. Scared me. I'm just used to saying ten. Um, so we did our seven kind of favorite, but we ranked them on time played. So yeah. we had to do some research for this. And so if they're in this list, we like this game a lot. Well, you have to if you play it that much. Well, I hope you didn't play like a game you didn't like for... You know, 200 well, hours. FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> it's a love-hate relationship. It is. It's the fact, like, I like collecting stuff. Yeah. And that game is a really big collector's game at times. Like, I can play for a whole day, but not, like, actually play a game. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you just SBCs or shift cars around, sell mm-hmm. cars, buy cars. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, before Honestly, I came if they here, just, I didn't play a game, but I played it. If they made a game, if they made a FIFA game, right... And it just was like a manager, managerial, 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 mm-hmm. a game where you could collect cards and stuff, mm-hmm. and then they it just sim the games. Yeah, 
I would play that ten more, yeah. ten times I mean, more than I play FIFA. They're like halfway there with like the career mode and stuff. Yeah, but, but career mode does very hard to get some players that you want because and, like they just got there, they're on loan somewhere else. Like you can't get players you want sometimes. And your career mode, the characters don't look cool. Like right. getting cars based on you know accolades design. or you know in the design of the cards and all that kind of stuff is much more interesting. Yep. So yeah. All right. So what's your number seven? Uh, my number seven is Left for Dead Two. Really? Mm-hmm. I've played about fourteen minutes of this game. <laughs> um, so what I did, which we had different ways to find out how long we played. Yeah. I went on a. Uh, I found a website. Yeah. It was like. It told you type in the game and tells you how long like the basic story mode is, and then there's also like the perfectionist uh, uh-huh. time. Like if you did every achievement, how long yeah. it take? So I basically did like I uh, completed like the whole campaign, and I used to play. There's like some game mode in it with a longtime friend from middle yeah, school, yeah. and it was about ten hours. This is how long I played it for. I'm learning something about myself that's very scary. Unless you've, oh, like, played very specific games for a lot longer. Well, I, I really did my favorite seven and then okay. found out. So, the, uh, I mean, like, FIFA and stuff's not on this list, which I've played a crap ton of. Got it. I got you. Okay. I have two honorable mentions real quick. I just okay. spit out. Ba- mainly because I have their numbers and I don't have a lot of other games' numbers. So, Battlefield 1 is a very good game. Right. And if I wasn't in college, I'd play it a lot more. But I have 92 hours in Battlefield 1. Okay. Which is pretty impressive. And I've actually taken a few out of that because Austin used to play it yeah. on my account. So, and then uh, number eight is Terraria. Oh, yeah. I have 178 hours in Terraria, and oh, it's an man. honorable mention. So, did so. these not make the lists because of they were lower? Because of time. Oh, my God. Oh, we're getting into it, dog. I've played a lot of video games. All right. We're <laughs> Man, All right, that's, that's my honorable mention. My number seven is Warframe. Okay. Have you ever heard of it? I don't think so. It's a free game that you can okay. play. <laughs> I I don't know why, but I started playing this like when I was like 17, and it's basically a better Destiny. Okay. And the reason I have so many hours in it is because a lot of it's grinding. You just grind the same level over and over again. Mm-hmm. So I'd watch Game of Thrones or The Office or something and do the levels. And you just, it's like mindless. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's mainly why I have so many hours on that. Cool. That's yeah, a good game, though. All right. Uh, my number six is Star Wars Battlefront 2. Really? Yeah. Really, really. When, when, when did you get that? I had it for the original Xbox. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Do you think I meant the new Battlefront Two? Yeah, yeah, it's the older one. So the old one. Yeah, you know, with like the heroes versus villains thing. Dude, I. Oh my god! <laughs> if I could get the information off my PlayStation, I think it would be very scary, because um, I used to play that with John all day mm, long. I, I still own it. Uh, you I can, do too. You can play it on the like 360 still. I have it on Steam. Oh, yeah. that's how much I love that game. All right. Oh, uh, by the way. With a mouse and keyboard, I'm unstoppable. <laughs> I'll get like 370 kills nice. at a conquest. Um, and so the totalage came to 13 hours, like gameplay. Yeah. And so I'm trying to remember. I completed everything on that game except the space space mission. Ugh, those are the worst. So everything everything but those was like 100 percent for me. Dude, space was so bad. I used to just I my space plan right. Mm-hmm. Was get in a ship, 
fly into their shit, yep. knock out all their turrets, yep. and then just go to town <laughs> on their stuff. And you have to go stand next to the resupply droid because you run out of ammo. Yep. Yeah. That was the worst. Right. Yeah. I don't blame you for skipping those. Yep. But, dude, I played the crap out of that game. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. My number six? Yes. Is a recent one. Oh. Up and coming. Oh. Any guesses? Uh, Spider-Man. No, I've I I finished and completed Spider Man and I played 19 hours of it. So okay, it's a very open and closed oh, single Fortnite? player Fortnite. Oh, okay, I have 278 hours on Fortnite. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so you've like blown my numbers out of the water here. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Your FIFA hours are through the roof. Though. Yeah, that's fair. Like I was just looking at your three FIFA hours, like. FIFA 18, the last one, is 361, and you had this one, you have 208. You said 361? Yeah. So that's 15 days of FIFA. Like If I play for 15 days straight, that's what gotcha. that would be like. Yep. So that's Fortnite up and coming. It'll probably right. surpass uh, almost everything on this list except for number one, right. <laughs> which is scary high. Right. <laughs> uh, my number five is actually I bought this game last week because uh, I wanted to play it again. Um, it's Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Oh, yes. What'd you buy it on? I just ordered the game, like the disc. I have but it on the Wii. For the Wii? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good game. Because I've been watching a lot of Brawl, um, Ultimate. Ultimate, yeah. But I don't have a Switch, so I just got Brawl. To play I kind of want a Switch. I do, too. Um, it just seems like a fun, like, like, what do you call it, thing to play, like, as you know, Right. Like, the older I get, the more I want to switch. Yeah. It's just like, it's more, yeah, it's more stuff that you could do with other people, mm-hmm. you know? So, I had about 15 hours on this one. Yeah. Um, with the, the stories, um, a good, a good, uh, amount of time. A good amount of time, yes. Um, it's about 10 hours of story. Yeah. And then, like, five hours of playing everything else, just, like, the brawls and stuff. Um, I actually played it again, so probably, like, 15 and a half now. It's going, like. 25% done with the story. So more like last week. more like 15 and 5 hours. So 20 hours. Because if you're halfway through the story. A quarter. Oh, so 2.5. So yeah, like 17.5 so hours on that. Somewhere around there, yeah. Dude, I feel like you've played a lot more than 5 hours of Brawl. It flies when you're with friends. Just like... I know. I'm trying to... Actually, you know what? Um, there was a night... Um, in elementary school, I actually stayed at Cole's house, your yep. roommate. Yeah. And we stayed up the entire night playing it. Mm-hmm. It was his birthday. There you go. Ten hours. <laughs> I mean, like, but it's not like I was playing the whole time. I tried to do like... This is fair. Like me holding the controller, button smashing. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Fortnite's literally sitting in the in lobby. Because or- lobby. I play scrims, right? Professional. Mm-hmm. And so you have to sit there. If you die, you have to sit there and wait for the next game. Yeah. So it's like 27 minutes of just sitting there, yeah. you know, eating food, doing whatever, you know? So it's really right. not that bad. Mm-hmm. So that's partially why mine are so low. Yeah. Because I, I try to incorporate. And mine are right on the around. money because I got them from, from the actual sources. So right, that's right. probably why they seem so much higher. Yeah. Also, I'm a loser. <laughs> um, <laughs> my, my number five. Um, where is my number five? One, two, five. Okay. Black Ops 3. I was amazed how much I've actually played Black Ops That's 3. That's surprising. 320 hours of Black Ops 3. Right, because that was when we lived together, when mm-hmm. that kind of came out. 
A lot of it's on zombies. That's true. A lot. Yeah. And you know what? I should probably take about 40 hours off of that because that, some of that's you as well. I, did I play on yours? I, I played on... You would, like, you would like trick shot practice on mine every once in a while. That's true. Oh, man. Made me sound so nerdy. Well, I mean, we're both. I mean, literally, we used to run a channel where we did that. So that's true. Brink Clan, check it out. Uh, <laughs> Rogue Nation, actually. God, I, we need to. We change would name it back. that before. We gotta change it back before Mission Impossible. Let's came just out go in the there same. and change it. Yeah, we we did. We named it Rogue Nation, and then Mission Impossible <laughs> came out. We're like, fuck. <laughs> now, if you Google us, we're screwed. Okay. Uh, what's your number four? four. Uh, so mine is Injustice. Mm. So this one's like a duel. Because it's console and mobile. Oh, dude. You've easily put 40 hours <laughs> well, here, on mobile. Because I, I put notes next to it. So I got six hours on console. Okay. Um, 10 hours on mobile. And that's probably rounding down. Because I've, I've started playing Injustice 2 again. Yeah. Um, like on console? my phone now currently. Oh. And because I had on Injustice 1 on the mobile game, I had every character that was currently out and stuff maxed out. Uh-huh. And so, that was with some help. But, I mean, that still <laughs> takes a lot of time. With some help. Well, because our friend figured out how to, like... Because he's a hacker. <laughs> it's like, he's crazy. Well, let me just tell you this. One time we were in... It was an exam day in high school, and we were done. So, we were just hanging out waiting for the bell to go off mm-hmm. when all the exams were done. And he was like, I'm bored. And he took down the cool math games. Oh, like, yeah, he server. did do that, didn't he? <laughs> And so, and everybody's playing cool math games because they're done with their exams, right? Yeah, like if you had a, if you had a STEM class, mm-hmm. you basically are sitting in front of a computer and you can play cool math games. And this this dickhead was just like, <laughs> I'm just gonna take cool math games down. So he took it down. What a but savage! He would do that with like the Warner Brothers um, online game service or whatever, and yeah. he would just log in and just like unlock everything or level up people. Well, the thing in Injustice is you get you had credits, and That's you always right. you always he had. Gave us, the, you yeah. always had plenty of credits. It, that wasn't the problem. It right. was it was gems to open packs, packs. yes, and to, to refresh your energy. Mm-hmm. Which first off, once we didn't really use it to open packs. Really, we did for a little bit. Like if we wanted a specific character, but like well, you refreshing to... your energy oh, yeah, is bullshit. You I would... should be able to play the game as long as I want, yeah. and I shouldn't have to pay money to refresh shit. Because you can like level them up all the way, but yeah. you also have to promote them. Like mm-hmm. the, you have to get them multiple times to promote them. So that's get, what we would do. We would just open till we got enough of one, and then we'd grind to level forty. Grind, yeah, and then you have to. You also have to grind to like get their gear. Yeah, and all that kind all of stuff. All the gear so, and all that. Yeah, which is even crazier in Injustice Two. Yeah. So all right. That came out at sixteen hours, and that's probably generous. So this is one that I actually don't know how long I've played, but I know it's more than the last game, and okay. that's Minecraft. I've played okay. a metric shit ton of Minecraft. And once again, it's one of those games that's mindless. Like, you can just do it yeah. while doing something else. Mm-hmm. I love Minecraft. Yes. Did Super you nerdy game, but... Guesstimate of time? 300 plus. Oh, okay. Because the last one was 278. Okay. So. All right. Uh, number three for me is Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga. Nice. Yes. So... Well, hold, I, on. hold on a minute. <laughs> What? Go ahead. Are Go you going to try to look it up? It's a 360 game, so I don't think it'll be. But you played it on the one. Yeah, but it's still a 360 game, so I won't show you. Okay. I believe I, it. Uh, Go, you for it. So, Go for it. So, <clears throat> I have 30 hours on this one. 
So I've completed. I agree with that. I had like a percentage because it is like the perfectionist because I try to yeah. perfect it. And like the hours for that were like somewhere around 15 hours of gameplay. Yeah. So I did like 80% as a kid. Like I got all the stages done. I just didn't get those extra ones yep. completed. And the, then the toolkits and yeah, the, all uh, those and the golden bricks. Mm-hmm. Cause I got like the Lego world like that one, but there's like two other ones or something I never got. Yeah. I got like 80% done as a kid and then I got like 90% like just last year nice. when we played it here. Was it here? Yeah. The apartment. Mm-hmm. One of the two. It was at 1710. That's right. Um, What's it called? That game's amazing. It's and, so fun. And honestly, what they should do is when they get done with this, they should just remake that all nine with Rogue oh, One yeah. and be, Han Solo stuff in it as well. Mm-hmm. That would be, be more amazing. successful in the movies. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> honestly, like I, I would buy that game. I would too. For forty bucks, something like that, I would buy that now. Mm-hmm. I'd probably buy it for sixty, to be honest with you. I don't know if I'd buy it like right when it came out because right. those games are pretty much timeless. Like you can play them whenever. But like, I would easily pay a good amount of money for that. Yeah, and they're fun. I don't know what what it is about them, but they're super fun. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things that I can play for however long, and not I won't get mad. I can not get bored either. Uh huh. Which and I is like the biggest problem with some games. For mm-hmm. me. I like um. It's kind of like the collection thing because mm-hmm. if you play it legit, you collect characters. Yeah. And then on top of that, it's like a completionist thing. Yeah. Because you get the you complete a level like every five minutes, so yeah. it, it feels like you're doing something versus just like rolling your way through this long, languorous yeah. story. You know. Mm-hmm. Which it is. I mean, you're going through six episodes. So it's a and lot. Like <laughs> at least six stories per episode. Exactly. So. so you're like, it's long, but it doesn't feel like it because you're completing mm-hmm. a level like every five. It's minutes. all different. And if you're a big Star Wars fan, you can follow the. You can follow it easy. And you're like, oh, this is like this in the movie. And so this is the battle of this, or mm-hmm. you know, this is that scene. Yeah. Yes. And there's like super fun. Like I can remember levels. For example, like one of my least favorite movies, the Clone Wars, or. Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. Uh, the scene where Padme and Obi-Wan and Anakin are trapped in the Geonosian like mm-hmm. arena. Mm-hmm. That's a great level on yeah. Lego Star Wars because there's just mayhem occurring yeah. and you just get to plow through people, you know? Yep. And it's just but in the game it's amazing and the movie is dog shit. <laughs> so it's amazing. It's cool that that, that game is so uh, it's just cool like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What are we on? Uh, that was my number three. Mine is Skyrim. Ah, Skyrim is uh, without a doubt my favorite game of all time. Period. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I've I've completed the entire story four or five times with different characters. Right. And on one of my characters back when I was a kid, uh, when I was a a senior in middle school, <laughs> so in eighth grade, right? Right. Uh, that's when that's. That's why I have no problem saying this number I'm about to spit out, which is 380 hours I've played on that game. Right. Because it's been out for so long, and I still play it to this day. Like, <laughs> on my Steam account, I had, to, I had to add Steam account and my Xbox 360. And right. um, what's it called? Back in the day, I had completed the entire game mm-hmm. and every single side quest. And if you know Skyrim, there's probably 450 side quests. I was a maniac. Right. 
some of them were literally like going and picking something up and bringing it back to a person but i i don't just couldn't stop playing it well yeah there's just so much to do on that there's so much i honestly like i don't understand how they make those games right because there's just so much there's so much material and stuff to go through on there so yeah Cool. Uh, I can remember when I got it on PC, because my biggest problem was on console, I couldn't get everything maxed, because you can only, you have to, like, choose which you level up. Right. And on PC, they made it so it's like, you know, like, in-game plus, or something like that, where you can reset, and it gives you more. So what you do is you reset, sets, it's like a mod that you download, right? You reset everything back to one, level one, but you Mm -hmm. kept your traits yes so you can go through and complete all of them and you only you only have to do two resets so i've spent a lot of time doing that as well (laughs) so yeah uh what else uh my number two yeah i have black ops two wow what's your number one uh right okay um so this was like i think i have a hunch on what your prime game years dude black ops two where i could just waste time Mm -hmm. because basically this was it came out our sophomore year of high school because that's when we first met each other yep and it had been out for a little bit just a little bit because it was we're still in the beginning because we're i remember us talking about like getting to a certain level to unlock something we wanted to try yep so um i have we basically uh, played it for a span of four years Uh which came out on my xbox to about 40 days total yeah wow 40 40 days? days how long is that uh, let's see how many hours. Yeah. Uh, nine hundred sixty. Okay, I don't feel <laughs> as bad with my numbers anymore. Holy! It's just there's a huge spike, you know. But that one's pretty accurate, right? You've oh no, that one's like legit. De- yeah. Because you gotta think like forty days. Because it was four years worth of playing. Yeah. Because all the cods, Ghost, Infinity Warfare, Infinite Warfare, uh-huh. whatever one, and then I don't know. If there's another one. I think it was Black Ops. No. Yeah, Black Ops 3 was in there. We played a lot of Black Ops 3. I can remember. We played a lot of, uh, what's it called? The one with the bot that walks. Safeguard. <laughs> Safeguard, yeah. Mm-hmm. Played a lot of that. Yeah. Um, so, played that. And then Zombies alone, you know. Zombies is a lot. Because there was, I'm trying to remember, we tried going for like our personal best one time. <laughs> I think it was Black Ops 3, though. Because it was the giant map. The Doris or... Oh yeah, we spent a long time. Like we spent like ten hours. Yeah, we started we around like we started at like ten o'clock and finished at like way. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, but anyway, so like good times. That was just one game, for instance. But there yeah. was times where we were doing that for days at a time, weeks, mm-hmm. just trying to get as far as we can. And those games last a couple hours at yep. a time. I can remember probably a good. Not, uh, I'd say 10% of this is on die rise. Oh, yeah. I, we used to get so high on die yeah. rise, like for level, like round 48 easy, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. So, all right. Well, my number two is actually surprised me. I totally forgot about it. And then I was like, holy crap, I got to go look at my steam and see uh-huh. how much I've played on that battlefield four. Oh, 420 hours. I've played of that. Nice. Yeah. 420. I oh, okay. went on my I went on Xbox and saw, and it was like 368. And then I went on here and counted up the rest of it because I switched to PC eventually. Dude, I've I I think I might like that game more than any other COD except for Black Ops Two. 
I I don't know what it is about Battlefield Four, but it's like the perfect Battlefield game. It's right. flawless. Hmm. That one surprised me. Yeah. But okay, what's your number one? Uh, you said you have a guess. You want to take a guess? Pokemon. Yes, but which one? Emerald. No. Uh, it's no. P- no. It's it's Pokemon Red. And you've played it more than 42 days. Yes. <laughs> 70. Because, okay, so Pokemon Red was one of the first Pokemon to come out on Game Boy. Yes. I think, anyway. And that was the first one I got, and the only one I got. Ah. So while all these new ones were coming out, Here we go. I Here's just kept trucking this one. Every every car ride, <laughs> back and forth from baseball games, yep. every, like everything. Every, everywhere. Every waking minute. You could bring that with you. But, so... I completed the game with all three starter Pokemon. So that's... Um, it was like... It's like 30... No, it's like... It's a couple days each. Okay. Like, for that. And yeah. then, with all the extras. Like, just the basics a couple days. Yeah. Hours-wise. Um, just to do it. Just start to finish. But if you go every other route, every other detour, it's like... Upwards of like... Well, I mean, 70. So whatever 70 by 3 is. Somewhere yeah. around there. Just eva- you just evaporate time on that. Yeah, it's like twenty three hours. <laughs> but you know what's crazy, right? These numbers seem Days. very large. Okay. Mm-hmm. But if you take three hundred sixty five times what twenty one? Twenty what? Twenty. That's how old we are. 21. Oh yes. <laughs> and then you multiply that by twenty four. We're talking about one hundred eighty three, one hundred eighty three thousand hours we've lived. So, really, video games have taken up, what, uh, 1.2% of our lives? Something like that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah we, like, we're not that crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, sleeping's most of our life and then, anyway. Yeah, and then we, I think YouTube, I don't even, if they ever come out with an analytics for YouTube, oh. that would be scary. Well, you can see, like, on your phone, like, usage. Yeah, but I'm talking about I want lifetime YouTube. I get what you're saying, but I have an account that I've had since (laughs) I was nine years old. So that thing is, and I still use it to this day. Okay, my number one is Black Ops Two. I have I have 700 hours on that, so a little under you. So I think I have I think I have 32 days and you have 440. Right. So that's cool. Yeah, but dude, zombies. Yeah, Yeah, we shared a lot of uh, time played on that. Absolutely, we pretty much, we pretty much, like, there were there were a few times that I couldn't play that you would be on. Yeah, but that's well, about it. When we were still doing the Xbox thing, you transitioned more into like Battlefield instead of playing or other games. Mm-hmm. So while I was playing, you were playing that's right. I just or I'd be talking to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. All right, that's Ish. a fun list. That was fun. Kind of scary on the numbers. But <laughs> actually, now that I know that we've lived for 183,000 hours, I'm not too worried about it. All right. <clears throat> I will say, I did know a guy in high school. You knew him too. I'm not going to call him out. But he had played 427 days of World of Warcraft. Nice. Now, that's bad. <laughs> that's over a year he's played World of Warcraft. The man used to crank that out. Like, if he had a day, he would spend 16 hours on it. Right. And back in high school and middle school and elementary school, which is where he started playing it, uh-huh. you had multiple days where you didn't have to do anything. Yeah. Over the summer? Yeah. yeah. Just... 
You'll have 60. to tell me that is. I'm curious. You don't know? I mean, I think, but it's probably wrong. Okay. I'll let you know. Yeah, you tell me later. I'll let you know. Okay. Uh, Main topic? Yes, sir. Let's do this thing. All right. So we're doing McGuffins. So I did a little research on, like, McMuffins. <laughs> <laughs> McGuffins. McGuffins. Just to, like... Let's do our podcast on McMuffins. <laughs> yeah. You know, the bread, it's pretty impressive how they get the the M in the bread. But I got to say. I always think about that, too. Isn't that I'm cool? I'm more of a McGriddle guy, but. McGriddles are good. Have you had their triple stack McGriddle? I have not. It's it's a McGriddle, but, but see, it's I'm got not an, an extra egg, layer. I'm not an egg guy. Oh, okay. So you know what I'll actually get? I don't think that's egg, I'm one though, of those. So I'm good. one of those losers that'll get a McGriddle or get, like, the McGriddle bread on a chicken biscuit. Oh, okay. It's pretty fire. You should try it. Huh. Is that a custom thing, or uh, like a McGangbang sort of thing? No, 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 no. Like you a, just you just oh. say, "Hey, can I get a chicken biscuit?" But can I get the okay McGriddle so you have to buns? Requested. Okay. Yeah. No, it's not a McGangbang. <laughs> they, I just don't like the egg at McDonald's. It seems fake. I don't think it's egg. Or it's that liquid egg that comes in a carton. Oh yeah, it's just like egg yolks just blended together and then stuck in a carton. Right. So that 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 uh, concludes our no, McDonald's actually, on, portion on, of the. Go- okay, so we're back. <laughs> I have a, I have a waffle maker at home, so okay. I make waffles a lot. I made one today for lunch. Lit. <laughs> okay. And um, wait, what were you doing today? Did you not have to work? No, I did. I you come, come home, home for lunch. Dog. Nice. Yeah. So um, I was making a waffle. Okay. And so the Aunt Jemima, Aunt Aunt your Daddy, uh, mm-hmm. the box it had like a try this uh, recipe out. And it was like a pancake sandwich. So I tried it. I was, uh, not okay. today, but a couple weekends ago. Yeah. It's You take you take two smaller pancakes um, as your bread. You take you poach an egg. You put that on there with some cheese and then some bacon. And it's a little sandwich, dude. It was the best breakfast I've ever that made. That sounds pretty dope. It was great. That concludes the breakfast portion yes. of the podcast. Back to the main topic. <laughs> so anyway, uh, McGuffin. Not a McMuffin. A McGuffin. <laughs> um, Glad that one slip of the tongue took us down a 20-minute detour there. Um, it was created by Alfred Hitchcock. He's the one that coined it. Really? Basically, yeah. I'm sure his were good, though. Well, yeah, because <laughs> the research for this I did, like some of his movies were mm-hmm. so always constantly on the best. The best ones. Look, yeah. Gotcha. So it's a plot device in the form of some goal, desired object, or another motivator that the protagonist pursues often with little or no narrative explanation got it that that's perfect explanation of a macguffin oh well that's what the internet told me so ah well the internet's got it right yeah so i got 10 of each 10 good just about i didn't number them let's start with a bad one okay, do you want to do all bad or alternate let's alternate but okay. let's start with the bad one so one uh the first bad one i have on here is the symbiotes from venom oh Yes, this this is a perfect example of MacGuffin because a lot of the time MacGuffins will be given a set of rules and then they will break them immediately yes. just because they, they're they exactly what a MacGuffin says. It's there to drive the plot forward. Mm-hmm. So if the rule doesn't work, yes, then it has to be modified to make the plot drive forward, right? Mm-hmm. So you want to give me an example of rule breaking in Venom? Um, it has to match with the host that's the perfect one i was thinking of thank you yes they they show this example right they're bringing in people 
by yeah, like the, the tens. The volunteers to try it out, see if they'll bond. And they keep killing them, right? Mm-hmm. And then, fifteen minutes later, they Venom gets out of Eddie, right, and goes into a dog, <laughs> which what? <laughs> and then into his own girlfriend, uh-huh. right? Who we've just we've just seen a guy get crumpled by one. Yep. But into uh, the love. Uh, what do you call it? Yes. The the attract the attractor, right? The yeah, person the, that he's attract the mm-hmm. love interest, sorry. There you go. And and it's fine. Works out fine. Doesn't kill her? Great, you know? But but Eddie is a perfect match. So mm-hmm. what do you have to be? You have to be a horrible match to get crumpled? Like I don't understand yeah. the goal here. Mm-hmm. And I think you can get away with that one if you if you want to be very astute. Mm-hmm. You could say Venom is using them to get back to his good host, right? Right. That's garbage, though. Yeah. Because it doesn't it doesn't say anywhere in the movie that it's because they don't like them. It's because of physiology. That's why they don't match. Yep. Yeah. Um, John, like, just put in a, a little dialogue where Venom is in a dog. It'd be funny. And he goes, I'm just using you, you know? <laughs> or just something like that. And yeah. then you just, it gets rid of all of it. It makes it funny. Yeah. But now they're like fucking, they just set up all this shit. And also, wasn't Eddie dying from something, but Venom was helping him? He'd be like, I can save you. Yeah, yeah. Which they never really detailed. Like, you have like something wrong with your brain. And Venom's like, I can save you. Which yeah. is like... If you don't bond, you're dead. But if you're sick, I can help. You. Helps you. So it just does whatever it wants. Yeah. So like a a broken down term for Mc, McMuffin. Damn, <laughs> McGuffin um, is is this moving the plot forward without like like taking the plot sideways? Yeah. With it's not getting in the way of whatever's going on. Yeah. Like, there's motivation be- behind why it's there and stuff like that. Yeah. And it, another... It's just had, like, no impact on some of the events that happened. Exactly. Like, for example, they forget one at the landing zone, and it turns out to be Riot, right? Yes. And Riot just pairs with people all the way. Mm-hmm. And for some other reason, he's heading to... Uh, the the um uh, the development the bad guys place I don't remember the name of it though. oh god what's it called I can't remember but it's like Terra I think there's a T in it something like that but it's and but if you didn't know it's in uh California it's in California by the way. <laughs> it's in uh, San Francisco and and so but he's it's heading he's heading there mm-hmm. and he pairs with multiple people over and over again yep and for some reason they take on this weird like unhuman like grotesque possessed like yeah like black eyes black eyes and they're sweating and they're you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. they're no longer human but eddie can mix with the venom and be perfectly fine and then when riot gets into the antagonist the antagonist still has his free will yeah right oh and by the way he's a perfect match horrible mcguffin (laughs) it just makes no sense Uh, the whole matching thing just should have never happened yeah all right, ready for a good one? Please. Um, I have the One Ring from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Because this one's more your territory. It's definitely a MacGuffin, right? Yeah. Because it, just like you said, something gold not or something of value, right? Yep. It's 
this is a perfect MacGuffin because it's it's something that every character in the universe wants. Yep. But then when they get it, if they're smart enough, they realize that it's bad, right? Yeah. It can it's, give you endless power. It's not just an object to the universe. No, there's it's, a lot more to it than like, just... I have this ring, I have power sort of thing. It's like a character building sort of For sure. It, because it even half... I mean, half of the whole story is built around a guy that took the ring. Yep. And it corrupted him you know it turned his mind into goop basically and he's now all he cares about is the ring yep you know and uh and it's also a great MacGuffin because it drives the plot forward because they have to go get destroy it and the one place they can destroy it is right next to the bad guy mm-hmm. and having the ring makes you visible to the bad guy right right so it's like it th- there's reason for the character to still have it yes you know whereas if it was just bad to have the ring, mm-hmm. then you'd be like, just get rid of it. Like, yeah. why are we still holding this? So yeah. It's like, no, well, they don't we'll want, <laughs> they just don't want it falling into the wrong hands. Yep. And they also don't want Saruman to receive it again, or he'll come back. Right. 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 So we have a, we have a conundrum here mm-hmm. and it makes sense. It all makes sense, you know, yep. and they never break the rules. You know, every single time he has the ring on, Saruman can see him, you know, and and vice versa, like no one can see him and everything like that, right? So it never it never breaks the rules that it sets up. Yep. And it's it's consistent through all three movies, which is impressive. You know? Yep. Sorry, fix one. Uh, You're good. That's a great that's a great one. That is. That was um It's so good I didn't even notice it was a MacGuff until you said it. Well that's how you know if it's a good one. Perfect. Um let's see. So we're going to have to do a couple of good ones in a row because there's six of the bad ones. They're all from the same universe. So we'll do those last. Okay. So we'll do another good one here and it's the briefcase from Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Right. Have you seen Pulp Fiction? It's been a while and bits and parts. So, yeah. So the, the main thing about the Pulp Fiction briefcase is you don't know what's in it. Mm-hmm. Which I think is also good about a MacGuffin because it it leaves it to yeah. it leaves it ambiguous, right? Mm-hmm. It leaves it to the to the to the eyes of the beholder. You know, it's like it's well, it's important, and we need yep. to get it back to this guy. But for what reason? Well, you know, and mm-hmm. then it also makes it interesting because you can formulate your own ideas. You know, like the yeah. bandaid on the back of the neck. Well, it must be his soul, soul or something yeah. like that. You know? Yeah, and it it's also it's, it kind of it, the briefcase itself is a way to introduce people through the thing. Like people mm-hmm. like get it. You learn like why and who they are. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's also like, a- again, it's a bad omen, mm-hmm. right? When you have it, there's a good chance you're going to die. Yeah. Right. But there's a reason why people still have it, you know? Yeah. Because it's important. important. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think like valuable, but. But we just don't know what it is, so... And it's also not valuable... Another thing I'm learning about MacGuffins, as we talk about them, is this, it's not valuable in a monetary sense. It's, yeah. it's valuable in, like, a bettering the character's position sense, mm-hmm. right? Like, in The Lord of the Rings, it's like having the ring makes you powerful, mm-hmm. right? But in this, it's like when you have the briefcase, then you have leverage, right? Yeah. Because... Yeah. 
the guy wants it. So yep. if you have it, you can give it to him and you have leverage. You know, he's indebted to you now. Yes. So, yeah, that's a good one. All right. Um, good movie, too. Crazy movie. <laughs> I did a, another good one. <clears throat> I have Ark of the Covenant. So from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, obviously. <laughs> um, so basically, like, this one, it's it's kind of like a tug-of-war sort of thing mm-hmm. where it's not like you have this, so I need it. I need to get it from the bad guy. It's kind of like Indiana Jones is already after something. Yeah. And it just so happens that the Nazis are trying to use it because it's basically like the power of God, yeah. you know, to try to take over the world. Yeah. And so it's like Indiana Jones is find it, trying to find it as well. It's my phone. Okay. <laughs> I can see it on your iPad. Um, and the Nazis are trying to get it. So he's trying to, you know, find it as it is and try to keep the Nazis from taking over the world. Yeah. It's like, it's there because the Nazis are trying to do that anyway. It's just, that's what they're trying to use. So even without the Ark of the Covenant, the Nazis will still be doing what they're doing. Yeah. So, and I, I also find it interesting that like, uh, it's, it's the thing that everyone's searching for in the entire movie, mm-hmm. but Indiana Jones is the only one that can truly get them there. Yes. That part I find very interesting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like, like some MacGuffins people own, people have, right? Like the briefcase, they acquire the, you know, yep. this one is like, it's an idea. Yeah. And it's, is it true? Is it not? We're all looking for it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, and then I like that, that, that movie Indiana has to take them to it because they don't know how to get there without dying. <laughs> yes. It's kind of like all the Nazis and all the people they hired to find it are, are ending up just following Indiana. Pretty much. Yeah. Cause you know, he's the only one smart enough to find it. Yep. So that's a good one. Uh, do you want to do another good or a bad one? Let's do a bad one. Okay. I have, this one's controversial. It's the Tesseract from Avengers. Okay. It's not great. Mm-mm. I think it wasn't probably thought out. It's planned. not it's not great. It's not as egregious as some, but it is def it definitely one is an item mm-hmm. that everyone's going for because it's say it's going to save the world or not save, you know. Yeah. And really the only purpose it serves is to teleport yeah. So the only thing it does is get the army to New York. Which, can't they get there anyway? I mean, it'll take them longer, but yeah. If they can travel through fly. space, right? Yeah. They go planet by planet as it is, kill them. Exactly. Because it's Thanos's, Which we order. now know. Mm-hmm. Thanos is like... And he's the one that set Loki up for it. Yeah, he's he, he's their contracted killers, you know? He just goes yeah. through. Yeah. Exactly. The, the uh, Shatari. So it really just made it easier for the villains to do their stuff. Yeah, and, and Loki really is nothing until he gets the Tesseract. Well, he has the staff. He has a stone of his own. I don't know if they knew that at the time, but... True. You know, I mean, he still could have done some damage with his thing as it is, you know, with all the mind control and stuff. Yeah. So, it was playing like a second fiddle sort of thing. Oh, yeah, it's kind of like they're bouncing a, between these two. Mm-hmm. Just trying to... Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen The Avengers. Yeah. Since um, we reviewed it. No, I haven't... I, I didn't watch it then. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's... It bounces a... It basically stays with... Uh, he steals it in the he very beginning. The beginning the and they don't get it till the end when the final fight. 
Yeah, so basically they're just they're just trying to they're just trying to prevent it from happening and then it just happens anyway, right? Mhm. That's yeah, kind of boring. And it's they don't destroy it. They just get it and then take it to Asgard. That's right. Loki cuz uh Loki and Thor have it. And then Loki just steals it back in Endgame or Ragnarok. True. God, why you got to keep giving him like access to this shit? <laughs> I wouldn't say it's horrible. No. It's it's just it's just a thing. Like mm-hmm. it's not very interesting. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next one is a good. I have the Death Star plans slash R two D two. Death Star plans slash R two D two from A New Hope. This is good or bad? Good. So Leia gives because they're trying to destroy the Death Star, and they have the plans to it, and because they're getting like boarded by the Empire, uh-huh. she gives it R two. Which has to find Luke and, or actually Obi Wan, which finds Luke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. So it it was used because there's this giant plan in yeah. order for the rebellion to do, and these plans are crucial to that. Mm-hmm. But it's like no matter what's going to happen. It's going to happen. Like, they're going to fight the Death Star. It's just they need those plans to be successful. And then to save the plans, they have to send it down and get the attention of Ben Kenobi. Yeah. Who finds Luke, who becomes Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's some, like, there's some, you know, like, pushing around there. Like, oh, it just so happens that, you know, Luke, the child of the bad guy but then again you're like you know obi-wan is specifically there yeah. for on purpose mm-hmm. it, it's a very good bridge yeah between stories and it lines. and it connects obi-wan and luke in a very good way you know and what then I mean? it connects them back to like leia yeah yeah i like i like that's that's a good one and it's i like also i love mcguffins with the personality <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it's like without the plans or R2, everything's still going to happen. It's just not going to go very well. Yeah, like our six-parter in the bads, like without this, none of this, like the third act of the movie wouldn't happen. Yeah. So we'll get to in a little bit. The, the one thing I don't like, and I haven't, I haven't, I don't like this about many movies and New Hope being no different, is the way that R2 and C3PO get chosen. I don't like the. You know what I mean? Oh, they, okay. They're just like. Uh, they're like, they were gonna get the astromech droid. That's like the the red one with the yeah. more and and then there's something wrong. Something is wrong with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're like, well, what about this blue one? I'm like, so it's kind of how, it's in the same boat as how Han Solo got his name. Exactly. It's just kind of <laughs> like it's just circumstance and happen chance, and it just. Yeah. It, it makes you go like. Man, well, no and, shit, he's and C-3PO's the robot that Anakin built. Exactly. And it's we like, didn't know at the time, but you found out. But it's one of those things where it's like, it's just like, oh, okay, so the whole freaking universe could have been destroyed if one little astromech droid wasn't messed up? Like, yeah. really? You yeah. know? Or you mean Han Solo, one of the most famous smugglers and men in the universe, got his name because a dude decided it was going to be a smug little, like, 
Empire Gango <laughs> solo. <laughs> like, are you fucking serious? Right. <laughs> that that's how they, we don't need to know, you know. But and yeah, I just wish they, I just wish they would have stumbled. I upon did hear something about that, by the way, because um, Solo did go a director change. Mm-hmm. Eh. Okay, and uh, the original director of Solo was the guy that did um, the Lego Movie. Yep. So it's supposed to be like a. A comedic sort of meaning okay. behind it. So it's got it's like funny. It's it was started out funny, and then Ron Howard be, took yeah, over, and exactly. it became kind of a nothing movie. Mm-hmm. That movie's nothing. <laughs> it's nothing. That should be a category for our awards this year. The nothing movie of the year. The like <laughs> the endless black hole of nothingness. Like you sit there and just nothing enters your brain because it's literally yeah. just gray pictures on a screen mm-hmm. it's just not like nothing <laughs> happens in that movie nothing interesting yep. it in- introduces so many characters that you're like these are cool characters mm-hmm. and then they just you're just like well i don't care that he died because i met him for three minutes you know it's i ugh, ugh. awful yep. stupid movie okay <sighs> uh do another good one let's do it i have the infinity stones these are good. Mm-hmm. So all in Infinity War. Yeah, just that. Yeah, and you definitely, you definitely don't feel like. <sighs> so I, I, I can go while you. Yeah. You your thoughts. Yeah. So Thanos has this master plan of mm-hmm. wiping out half the universe, and yes. he's been doing it, and then for a long time, for a long time. And then he's been, while doing that, trying to collect these stones, yes. which will just make it easier for him. Yes. So the whole thing is we need to stop. We need to, well, the, they're not trying to get them. They're trying to stop him from getting them, which will just stop him from making it easier on himself. Where, like, if Thanos wasn't killing him before, yeah, like half of planets at a time before, It'd probably be bad. It'd be bad. Because it's just like, oh, he just needs this to kill half the universe. You know what I mean? But it's like, nah, this dude's already, he's already doing it. We just, you know what I mean? We need to stop him anyway. Mm -hmm. But if he finds a way to get all six, then we're really screwed. Because then he can accelerate what he's been doing for the last few years tenfold. Yep. Yeah, and I I feel like, I feel like there's a sub MacGuffin in this movie. Actually, two. What's I think that? they're Thor and Hulk. Hulk does nothing, right? Yeah. But he constantly shows up to tell someone they need to do something. Oh, okay. Do you get what I'm saying? Because he gets from one place to another. He gets to... demolished by Thanos, so then now he's scared. Yep. Right? And so he shows up and he tells Tony, Tony, we need to we need to get the infinity get show. there. And then guess what he does? He tells Tony, you need to call Steve. Steve. Well, then Tony gets shot up in space in a spaceship, and he finds the cell phone yeah. and calls Steve. That's you know true. what I mean? So he's, but he does nothing. He never turns into the Hulk the whole mm-hmm. movie, except at the very beginning. Yeah. And then he gets in the Hulk Buster, but he doesn't really know what he's doing. You good? Well, oh, man, look at that spike I just caught. <laughs> I am sorry if you heard that, <laughs> but if you can still hear after that, yeah, for real. Sorry, your left ear. Um, and then you know, it's he like. But he's not bad either. And then no. Thor is the same way, but with the other side. Because this movie is all about, like, different 
fights yeah, going yeah. on at different places, right? Yep. And so Thor kind of connects connects the other side, right? He tells the Guardians, "Hey, we you guys need to get moving." And then he takes Rocket, you know, and he gets the hammer and then comes back and then you get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. And then the stones are also a MacGuffin because everyone's trying to get their hands on their sto- stones before Thanos does. And uh, they don't. <laughs> yeah, spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. Yeah. So well, it's a very uh, small only... detail that makes it a good one from a bad one. And I also like how each stone has its own kind of um, thing. Yeah. Right? It's its own idiosyncrasy. It's mm-hmm. like... For example, like the soul stone. It's it's not like he's just picking up his dirty laundry, right? Like each one has something that he needs to get through, yep. you know? And uh, I would have liked to see him destroy Xandar, just like a real quick oh, yeah. clip of him just like wrecking Xandar yeah. and grabbing the power stone. But um, like the soul stone, for example, is really like a really cool moment in the movie. And it's different from all the rest of them. He can't just power his way through and get it mm-hmm. he has to sacrifice something which is cool yep and then uh the other thing about the stones is or, or what i wanted to ask you was are you at all irked by how fast he gets them so he starts out with like two he starts with two and then he in the in the span of two and a half hours he gets six four more right does that bother you at all no, it, it didn't. didn't bother me in the movie, but I could I could see how like a, a non fan could be like that's not very realistic that he just you know all of a sudden stumbled upon four of them because it kind of feels like the stones have been converging. Well, if not you haven't Thanos watched converging on the stones, I got you. If you haven't, because Thanos has been planning this for a while, and he knows where they are. I just fixed my own problem. Okay. He's been going for one stone, uh-huh. the space, so that he can travel to all the rest of them. Yeah. That's what it is. That's right. He got the space. Because he, he hasn't had the other ones, right? He went to Xandar, got the power. He's got... uh. He had the power and... Because he, he started... Then he got he started space. With, he started with the power. Yep. And then he gets space from um, Loki. Mm-hmm. So he had those two at the beginning. Yeah. And then the rest he had to go find because there's Mind. vision, um, soul, soul which was on like Vormir, or Vormir something. or something from Red um, Skull, the one from the Collector. Yep. Reality. Uh huh. And then Doctor Strange's time. Yeah. So he had those two. See, that's that's the most important thing is he had to go get the space one. Because yeah. once he gets the space one, he can go to nowhere within a second. Yep. He can go to Earth within a second. He can go to uh, uh, what's it called? He can go fight them on um, Titan. Titan. You know. Yeah. So and get the one from Doctor Strange. That makes more sense. I just retconned that whole thing for him, nice. for myself. All right. All right. Because uh, I was like, I was like, my, the only thing I was thinking, I was like. So you t- you mean to tell me he's been doing this for years and he just now stumbled upon all five in one movie? But I get it now. Makes sense. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm counting how many I left. I have a bad MacGuffin that I you might might not have in your list. Okay. T- uh, mother boxes. I do. It's on your we'll, list. We'll do that one next. The mother boxes. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. This is a good. This is a good segue off of the stones. 
Oh, yeah. Opposite franchises. So the stones, each one has its own little thing, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, the reasons for collecting them are well set out and have actual, like, real, real world um, connections, right? Yep. Like, some people think, like, we're overpopulated, so it makes sense. All this kind of stuff, right? And then you got the mother boxes, which are just, they're boxes. No like, one knows what they do. I can't remember what they were doing. They just kind of showed up. Yeah. And one of them showed up in like the 17th century and they buried it in the middle of nowhere. And what do they do? That, that's what I just asked. I they don't. teleport. We know that. But yeah. then they also do other shit like make cyborg. It's just weird. Mm-hmm. It's it's just weird. It's, and It does whatever the plot needs it to do. Exactly. Like, like the stones have set rules. Like yeah. this one teleports you. This yes. one gives you power this one lets you bend reality yeah and these they just do whatever they need it to do you know like for example he can teleport straight to the one in uh what's atlantis or underwater or um the one in in wonder woman's yeah miss the mystera themis themiscara the mascara yeah he can teleport straight to that one right yep but then he can't teleport to another one. Like, he's, like, working his way to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and at the end, they're, like... I, I forget this movie, but at, at one, they're, like, fighting him off of one, right? Mm-hmm. He's, like, just teleport to it and take it. Yeah. If you have that power, just... <laughs> and take it, right? Yep. And then at the end, all three of them are, like, together... And it's going to, what, destroy the world? Terraform it? I think terraform. Are we terraforming again? Mm-hmm. Like Fuck terraform. off with the terraforming, <laughs> dude. And so one second they're teleporting devices, another they're creating life or restoring life, and then the next they're, like, terraforming an earth. It's just, like, yep. it's just bouncing, and it's just another laser in the sky fighting in an indescript place in the middle of the Ukraine or something like that. And it's just, it's just bad. It's just not right. a great, you know? Yep. And when it drives forward a mediocre plot, that's just even worse. And we're going to talk about some mediocre plots in a yes, minute. Yes, we will. Which are much worse than what we just discussed. All right. Uh, so next good one we have is Private Ryan from Saving Private Ryan. Okay. So, I mean, it's the namesake. So so basically, <laughs> he is driving the plot forward because they're trying to save him. Yep. It's a good one. Yep. That, that one's easy. It's self-explanatory. Simple. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot of cases where people are it, and that's by far the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm going to say this is another good one. I'm going to say it. I'm going to see if you know what movie it's from. I know you've seen it. The Peace of Resistance. Peace as an I-E-C. Like a peace. Like not the as peace de resistance. It's not French, but I know it's like resistance. Peace of Resistance. It's It's shocking what movie it's from. Nice guys. No. Am I close? No. God. All right. Help me out. Is it a comic book movie? Kinda. What? It has comic book characters in it. Like Batman, Superman, Green Lantern are in it. But they're not like the main characters. Lego movie. Yep. I haven't seen the Lego movie. You haven't? Not yet. Oh. I will before we go see Lego 2. I know. So basically Craggle is... What uh, Will Ferrell? The peace, duh, Will. (laughs) The peace of resistance. Yeah. So the bad guy wants to 
stop all the fun or whatever in Lego World. What a piece of shit. <laughs> but Will Ferrell, yeah. And Craggle, the piece of resistance, is the cap to the crazy glue, which the Craggle is. Okay. Oh, I get it. I get- God, that movie's so smart. <laughs> yeah. So basically, so super glue it's, it's ties everything down. It's a tube of crazy glue. And yes. like the K R A and crazy is there, but the G L E is like scratched out. And then like in glue, G L U is, or G L E is there. So it just spells like K R A and then like some scratches and then G L. So craggle, crazy glue. You got and it. The piece is the cap. So they have to get the cap to do it. But the thing is, like, Emmett, the main character, Chris Pat, uh, Pratt, yeah, uh, becomes a master builder, and him himself can stop it. Where it's not just like we have to get this cap to stop it. He can he can build something to stop it. Basically, yeah, because he he's on a journey to become a master builder. So the MacGuffin spawns something that retcons itself. Explain. Explain. Okay, so there's a MacGuffin. It's the piece of resistance. Everyone thinks Which is the, it yeah. has to stop. Yeah. But the movie says, this is what we need. Mm-hmm. And then the movie gives you a retcon and says, wait a minute. Maybe this character, if he believes himself himself enough okay. yeah, and, yeah. and trains enough, he can be the piece. He doesn't yes. he doesn't need this. So it's like it's a good learning moment. It's a good yeah, kids yeah. movie, you know? It's like mm-hmm. you don't always have to, you know, just because everyone tells you you need money doesn't mean you need to go get money. Just do yeah, what yeah. you do, yep. and you'll figure it out. That's right. cool. That's cool. It is. Yeah, that's that's a that's pretty. a smart ass kids movie right there. Yep. Real movies can't fix their MacGuffins, and it's out here fixing it. <laughs> it's impressive. Right. Um. So we have two goods left, and then one bad, and then the six bad. Okay, we'll do good, bad, good, and then the six. Six. All right. So the next one we have is the dude's rug. From the Big Lebowski. I have no idea. You're gonna have to. Sh- okay, help so me on. Uh, the Big Lebowski. Um, he's he's just like a stoner, uh, chillax dude who goes yeah. bowling all the time. Yeah. And I can't remember his real name. I was about to say Robert Lewandowski, but that's a soccer player. Yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> um, but he gets his identity stolen. Okay. Or mistaken by a bunch of like mobsters, basically. He he shares the name with a like a very rich guy gotcha. in his town or whatever, and so the mob think that it's him, yeah. and they go to his house and he's just he's sitting there, and he's just he's smoking laying on his floor on his rug, and he opens his eyes and there's just two goons up there and they beat him up and they steal his rug, and so his journey <clears throat> is to try to get his rug back because <laughs> he just kept saying it it tied the room together. <laughs> So he, he like has to go to the rich guy. Yeah. Be like, hey, I need some guys mistaking me for you. Yeah. And they stole my rug. I just want my rug back. And he's like, I just want money. If you can give me money, I'll drop this whole thing and I can get a new rug. And so the guy's like, here, I'll hire you, pay you the money and hire you to get these guys off my back. Gotcha. And so he, he does it and he's just like trying to get his rug this whole time. Yeah, yeah. And it just leads to a bunch of different. So it's the perfect comedy MacGuffin. Yes. Because it's like, it's not world-changing. It's not super important. It's literally just this mundane thing. <laughs> but to him, it's like the most important thing ever. Yeah, he's like, it really tied the room together. That, so it's like, <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just a perfect comedy. Yeah. MacGuff. That's cool. Yeah, it's nothing like crazy or... Yeah, now that I know the world. plot of that movie, I really want to go watch it. It's, it's really good. I've heard it's amazing. It's I just... 
there's just so many movies in the world. Yeah. And so little time to watch them all. That's true. Especially when you're playing 276 hours (laughs) of Fortnite. (laughs) Right. Uh, Our uh, final bad one before the six is the Crystal Skulls from Indiana Jones. Well, but that kind of negates the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark because it's the same plot. Is it? Yes. Indiana has to take them Mm -hmm. to the thing that they're searching for. Yeah, but the thing about the Covenant was the Nazis are also trying to find it to take over the world sort of deal. But... And this one, the Nazis are trying to find it to take over the world. Are they? That one girl is, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, they're out there doing something. Well, this one just causes aliens, right? Okay, I, I get... Okay, the, the end product of said MacGuffin is... But if you're going to say this one's bad and that one's good, they're then they're both either good or they're both either bad. But the end product is different. See, the end product of the la- the uh, Covenant is good because it, it shows, like, maybe sometimes you don't want to find, you know what I mean? Right. And then it, it, like, teaches a lesson. It's cool. The Nazis die, everything like that, right? <laughs> it's like, maybe you don't need the power of God, you know? And then, and also, like, that's, you're not going to take over the world. And then this one is just, like, some weird convoluted bullshit of, like, aliens and knowing everything. And the lady turns into, like an alien or something you know what yeah. i mean some weird shit so i don't i don't know what to say i, think on, I don't know I think, what to say on that one i think it's more of a product of the movie itself yes it, it it's much more forced in crystal skull yeah whereas it feels more organic in crusade yeah i guess that's what the internet said so well i'm, try- I thought See, you I'm trying to, i'm trying to diagnose it here i, I get you i get you and I've just, just they're basic. That's the. I think that's why people don't like the Crystal Skull. Is this exact same plot of the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark right. just done so much worse? Like <laughs> there was, if you're gonna copy the plot, you got to make it better. Yeah. So, but and they're not doing. You're not gonna do that. You know. All right. Okay. All right, our final good one. Let's hear it. This one's I made for you. Yeah. So this one's all your expertise, and it is. It's from First Man. Oh, lit. Mm-hmm. You got a guess? Is it a thing? Mm-hmm. Is it the bracelet? No. It's, it's a very big thing. The The rocket? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? A big thing. Yeah, it's a pretty big thing in the movie. Is it Neil? Nope. Is it Buzz? Nope. What? Is it NASA? Like, no. what? It's the moon. Oh, fuck. That's so smart. God, I wish I was a smart person. Uh, yeah, no, that's... Yeah, I mean... Cause it's a biopic, so a MacGuffin is... Well, it's also... A biopic is very... It's not just First Man. I mean, like, Apollo 13 as well, so... Any space travel kind of movie. Yeah, yeah. And this one, they... I just did First Man for you, but... Did you come up with that? Uh, no. Okay. I wish. I was about to say that's very, that's very imp- that's very impressive. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I like that. I think 
more so in First Man. I don't. I know you haven't seen it. I think his daughter is more of a MacGuffin than anything else. Right. Because he he drives, and and the thing about the only reason I say this is because they don't reference the moon that much. Don't get me wrong. They talk about going to the moon all yeah. the time, but it doesn't really drive the plot forward. It drives everyone else's plot forward, but it doesn't drive Neil's. Like mm-hmm. Neil's plot is getting to the moon for some personal almost vendetta right like well, yeah he, well like the moon's like a victory or it's like success to him sort of like if he gets to the moon it's like mission accomplished well like personally because of his daughter i think it's a sense of um of relief yeah and uh what do you call it a sense not of accompli- i don't want to say accomplishment because it's not self like he's not doing it because he wants to be the guy that went no. to the moon, you know. Yeah, I, I didn't mean it like that kind of self accomplishment, like a self fulfillment. Exactly, it's it's a fulfillment thing. It's like it, I think he feels like Complete he he's or... he's an engineer, and he's been learning his whole life. And he's a very smart guy, but he couldn't do anything to save his daughter, right. you know. And he just feels like there's not much to live for right i mean he's very sad and but he knows that his daughter loved the moon and so i think he had no intentions of being the guy that went to the moon until his daughter died and he just needed something to quantify helping that situation right you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like in his mind he needed something some some sort of closure right yep and and his and and you see this in the movie because his family is like yelling at him like why are you the chances of you coming back are like nine percent you know and his wife is mad at him he's like you got two other kids you know mm-hmm. what about them like what do you what are you thinking about them yeah and uh and like he he just he's not full as a human being until he gets that done yep you know and it like fulfillment you know it, yep. it it fulfills him it drops the weight that he's been carrying for the last 20 years yeah stuff like that and then like apollo 13 is they have to get to the moon yeah apollo 13 is like they're getting to the moon and then they don't get to the moon <laughs> right yeah isn't that the plot of apollo 13 I, I think so and then they have to yeah that's the one that they have to slingshot like, around the moon right i guess i don't know or was that interstellar <laughs> no no apollo 13 is a real thing that happened where they tried to go they back failed, to the moon right and it failed, and they had to. They didn't have enough gas to turn themselves around and come back, so they had to slingshot and use the gravity of the moon to send them back to Earth. Right. Well, I was even thinking, like, real life, you know, we the race to the moon, we had to beat the yeah, USSR are there something for that drives the plot for pride, yeah. The plot being the race between the Russians and the United States to mm-hmm. be the first one to the moon. Yep. Yeah. Good job, moon. Good job, moon. Way to be a <laughs> MacGuffin in movies and in real life. No, but. I really like that one. I thought that was a good one to end on for the goods anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, now. I think I invented my own there for a minute, but. And it made sense. Thank right. you. I appreciate that. <laughs> now for the bad, the finale. We got a big fat six to go. All right. Yeah. So do you know what six they're from? Yeah, it's Transformers. Exactly. So I even took the liberty of. Did you add Bumblebee? No, I don't know if there was one or seen it. So. There is. Okay. Okay, because I did research too. It's a good MacGuffin. Okay, you can explain later then. I will. So, they're not in order, but they're just... Um, I have all six here. from Because there's six Transformer movies, well, not here, let me, including Bumblebee. Let me jump this start. Let, this 
this one that I'm about to say, the Allspark, is the, the reason one. I even started taking note of MacGuffins. Because <laughs> I remember I watched this movie as a kid, and I was like, something just doesn't feel right. And then as I got older and got more into movies, and you go back and watch that movie, you're like, yeah, it's because everyone's after this one thing. Yep. And literally, That's there's... It. I can remember after this thing. They're after a thing, and no one really knows why. None of the humans do, at least, Mm -mm. right? It just, it just creates life and and destroys it. Destroys it based on whatever you want. Yeah, you know. Yes. Yeah. Well. Well. Sometimes it turns a uh, vending machine into an Xbox into a transformer. Exactly. And then sometimes it goes into a transformer and destroys it. Yeah. I don't know how, but but so that is the first one from the first Transformers movie. Yeah, and I, movie. Well, and I can remember. Uh, okay, the part that really stands out for me with the Allspark mm-hmm. is a scene very specific, where the human, the pesky little human, is running through buildings with this thing. Do you remember that? Trying to get to the roof. Do you remember? Same w- wiki. Oh my fucking god! Yeah, you you are robots that can like jump mm-hmm. like all sorts. You can why fly. Some of them can why fly. did you give the most important thing in the universe <laughs> yep. to the fucking human being and tell him to get to the roof with a flare? Just pick his ass up and stick him up there. Yep. This movie's dumb. All right. <laughs> moving on. <clears throat> all right, I'm and they get on. worse, by the way. They all sparks pretty good one. Well, so did the movies. <laughs> all right. So next is Revenge of the Fallen. Okay. Um. And that one, I don't have them in order on my notes, but I'm just I know which ones go to which movie. Yeah. So Revenge of the Fallen is the second one, and that one is the Sun Destroyer. So the one that's inside the pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Okay. Yeah. So basically, the Fallen, the bad guy, he wants to harvest all the energy of the sun okay. of Earth. Yeah. And the Sun Destroyer is the tool to do it. So that, just eye rolled really hard. <laughs> it's just like I heard it. You could hear it. I could hear it. The plot, roll. the plots are just so like they're so Michael Bay. They just have Michael Bay written all over them. Like how cheesy and world ending can you get? Yep. The Sun Destroyer. Oh, that wasn't the actual name of it, but that's basically what it was. I don't know if it had a real name. Oh, it probably has some stupid name. Yeah, that's bad. Mm-hmm. And it in. All of these movies is just two sides trying to reach this one thing. It's the Decepticons are trying to do something. It's basically always take over Earth, but with like a side note of how we're doing it this time. Exactly. And this time, for instance, it was we're going to harvest all the energy of the sun. Yep. First one was... Was it really one? It was basically like... All sparked they were going to terraform Earth because Cybertron is getting destroyed. Right. That's funny because two of the movies are terraforming. Then I'm surprised it's not four, five, six. To be honest with you, all right. <clears throat> all right, number three. I know number three. I know number three. We just talked about on the good, <laughs> the big thing, <laughs> the moon. It's dark in the moon. Yeah, it's the dark side of the moon. Mm-hmm. And there's what? What's on the dark side of the moon? Um, that one is. Wait, which one? I feel like I'm missing a Transformers. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I'm missing one. Unless I'm there's two in one. Okay, there's two in this one. There's two MacGuffins in this movie. 
As if one and two weren't like enough. Because this is the one with Sentinel Prime. Yep. And he's got there's the Matrix of Leadership, which is what brings him back to life. <laughs> yep. And which basically brings back Optimus Prime to life. Yep. And the teleporters, because he's trying to transport uh-huh. Cybertron to Earth. Yep. Be- to make them the uh, same. So there's two in this one. That's why there's only five movies, but I have six. I was yeah. like, wait a minute. And again, it's just a thing that they have to get. They have to go to, I don't even know. I think it's Egypt again to go in that cave to find it. <laughs> I feel like he just wanted to travel the world to film these I, yeah. or just do it himself. And I feel that it's and he does. I feel like he does that in more ways than once. So like one, he's like, I want to travel the world, and two is like, I want to look at something nice on set every single time. So I'm gonna hire Megan Fox, Megan Fox, yeah. that blonde girl, <laughs> and then and then he goes way off the rails and is like, let me just get a 16 year old in here and see what everybody says. Yep. All right, hold on. I'll put in this clause that says <laughs> it's so dumb. Yeah. What's the fourth movie? Is that the Age of Extinction? Yes. And so that's the staff that controls the dinosaurs? No. Oh, okay. This one, it, I just have seed with a question mark. Because <laughs> it, it's the terraforming one. Ugh. Where it turns everything to the Cybertron metal. Uh, my brain is hurting talking about these <laughs> movies, honestly. Yeah, I literally have seed. <laughs> so it's a seed that turns the earth into Cybertron. Yeah. And there's dinosaurs. And the whole reason the plot moves is because they the Trying seed the keeps seed. traveling. Mm-hmm. And then the one you're thinking of is from the last night, which is the staff of Merlin. That's fun. And what what does it do? It, it controls it, dragons. It controls. Wait, so they bring the dragons back? Wait, staff of Merlin. Isn't this the one that if you took the Transformers out, it would just be like an interesting like, what's it called? Medieval movie. Yes. That's fun. <laughs> These movies are so fucking dumb, dude. I'm yeah. so over it. Like, Bumblebee is so much better than these, and it's a shit movie. <laughs> Bumblebee is not good, and it's so much better than these. Cool. But, um, is there a MacGuffin in that one? Bumblebee? Yes. Yes, it's Bumblebee. Okay. But it's a good one. I would say it's, I would say it's middle of the line. I would say the one bad part about it is they're fighting, if spoiler alert they're fighting on it happens in the first 15 minutes they're fighting on cybertron right and and they're losing the autobots are losing okay Mm -hmm. and so optimus prime is like i'm going to send you to a world to find as our haven right and so he just he sends bumblebee to earth and it's like duh you know what I mean? Like, of course, duh, it's Earth. of course, Bumblebee would end up on Earth, right? <laughs> he sends he sends Autobots to all different planets. Yeah, right. Gotcha. And he goes, "I found a suitable host. It's Earth." Like, yeah, no fucking shit, you know? Right. And then so the MacGuffin is is Bumblebee's the reason everything happens on Earth. Oh, absolutely, because then the Decepticons are just trying to find Bumblebee. That's it. That's right. what, that's that's it. You know? Yes. Actually, I think he sends more than one to Earth. Probably, but and so Bumblebee gets there, and I mean he's basically just the whole thing. Yeah. The other, the other thing about uh, I I don't know Bumblebee is very weird because it's like he's the MacGuffin, but you know he doesn't die, so there's no point in the movie whatsoever. 
It's the thing right. about prequels is you really should not make them about Afterwards. one of the star char- characters. Yeah. You know? It's so hard to do. It, just don't make it about a star character. Yeah. I mean, like Rogue Ones, you know they were going to die, but... Well, that one's kind of cool because you're like, they're going to die. You know what I mean? So, I, like... Go on a blaze of glory, at least. Well, it's just... It's like, you're... I, I guess it's kind of morbid to say, but you're kind of interested in, like, how they go. You yeah. know, like, how do these people uh-huh. sacrifice well, themselves? Like, Solo, for instance. Like, you couldn't do a fake death scene where, like, he's literally breathing, like, about to die. Yeah. Be like, I know he lives. Yeah. Or Bumblebee, for instance. So. Yeah, Bumblebee, like, he basically, yeah, he gets beat up a few times, and you're like, I couldn't care less. <laughs> I mean, he can get beat up as much as he wants, yeah. you know? And can they really get beaten to death? Deceptic? I mean, uh, Transformers? Yeah. Like, I know I mean, they yeah, get, like, they can... stabbed and stuff, but if you just get punched hard enough, uh, can a Transformer die like that? I really doubt that. I mean, he gets stabbed and stuff, so... Well, I'm <laughs> saying just, like, if they're fisticuffing. I don't, I don't really know. I think you could punch enough bits off of them. Okay, that's true. I The one thing I do like about this movie, or about Bumblebee, is there's more, like, you can tell what they are. Okay. You know, like yeah. the Transformer movies, they they punch each other and these bits fly off, and you're like, where is that in a car? You know, like you you just punched off this like triangular piece well, of steel. Well, they transform perfectly back into a car with no dents or missing parts. That's that's true too. Oh, you know what else Bumblebee did that I hate that or that's fine that all the rest of the Transformers do. It's it did not switch between and I watched it in IMAX by the way so you would have been able to see it very uh, strongly I say, where like, it switches between uh, like on all Michael Bay produced screen, movies full screen. yes you, every single C- CGI shot goes back to and it has these bars right mm-hmm. but then all the like non CGI shots have this full aspect ratio this four by three versus sixteen by nine yeah. and once you notice it once game over you, you will sit there and go ah it's happening again uh i've never seen right. that any other movie yeah it's the dumbest shit on the planet i remember that now it looks like a broken youtube video like someone accidentally forgot the that their black bars uh layer yeah. didn't go all the way to the end of the video and it dropped off and then they <laughs> added another one that's what it looks like and we're talking about a hundred million dollar movie here yeah made it through the editing room mm. dumbest shit Ugh. And then you put it on IMAX, and so the black bar is now not this little thing at the top of the screen. It's this huge, 12-foot-tall black bar, So and it disappears every single time. You're like, yeah. what? Huh? <laughs> you know, the whole movie theater gets 10 times brighter yep. because you have another 24 feet of light yep. project. So dumb. All right. Cool. And that is all the MacGuffins. MacGuffins. Mm-hmm. What do you think the MacGuffin is in, into the Spider-Verse? The goober? Is it the goober? Yeah. It's a very, like, small one and non-like, I don't know. It's not, nothing crazy big. I think it's, I think it's easy to say that it's the goober, but the goober, I think you could, I think you could, you could find another one though. Uh, Probably one of the Spider-Man then? Kind of all the Spider-Men are, right? Because they all have to go back. Except for Miles, right? 
So they're really driving. Would it would be the device then, the super collider. Mm. It brought them there, it takes them back. But, like, the reason the reason they're not just fine staying in their universe is because they're dying, right? Like, Peter could easily stay in that universe because in that universe he has a wife. He's beloved by everybody, you know what I mean? But he can't mm. because he's dying. Right. So the fact that the Spider-Men have to go back to their respective universes makes them all kind of MacGuffins because they all really, really want to go back slash need to, right? But they also need Miles to help them, but Miles isn't producing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's You could sit there and think about that one for a while. Yeah. I'm sure there's a little something in like every movie. So Yeah, for sure. All right. That was fun. That was fun. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't have a A for debate this week. I had an unpopular opinion, but I can't remember what it was. There's this new show. Yeah, what's it called? It's it's basically the embodiment of a car wreck. It's something that's so terrible, but you can't take your eyes away okay. from it. So it's, I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's Temptation Island. Okay. Okay. The reason I know what it is is because it comes on like before and after uh, SmackDown and Raw okay. on TV on USA, yeah. and it's basically four couples. Oh Lord! Go on a like resort in Maui. Okay. But the thing about the couples is they're at a like a tough time in the relationship where they're basically about to break up. Yeah, yeah. And they're they don't know like where to go from here. Crossroads, basically. The thing is, there's like. 10 singles on the island as well. This just sounds and, like mayhem. And they separate the couples. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the couples don't see each other for, like, weeks at a time, but they're at the same resort with 10, 15 other singles. What is the premise to, of this show? To see if they'll stick with the person they came If with. they're already on edge, why <laughs> the fuck? And I'm, I imagine Dude, the 10 singles is, are, like, bombshells, right? Yes. It is hilarious, too, because I was me and Brooke were laying in bed watching Raw last night on yeah. the Monday. And it was on before. I was like, hey, Brooke, look at this. She's like, what is it? And I told her what it was, what I just said. And she's like, that is so dumb. And she put her phone down just started watching. I was I, like, and why are you watching it? And she's like, like, I don't know. It's just so dumb. And I was like, but you can't take your eyes off of it. She's like, no. It's kind of like one time I went over to Megan's house and her mom was watching Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, I just could not peel my eyes away from it because it's so dumb. And I'm like, right. this is amazing. It's so dumb. Like, these people are dense. <laughs> but it's hilarious. It's so dense. Okay, so what what happens at the end? So after this few weeks of Temptation Island. So they have like a... What's the Survivor host's name? Joe? Jim. Jim? Joe. Doe? Probst. Jeff. Jeff. Jeff Probst. So they have like a Jeff Probst on the island. Is but he... he's like very... Not flamboyant. But he's like very... Over the top? Yeah, he's over the top. Okay. Um, not like a sexual orientation way, but... Like he, he'll egg people on. I got it. So... And, like, they, whenever the season's over or whatever, they, like, go sit in the gazebo and they have to be like, do you still want to be with whatever? Can they go is. Can they go date the people that they were on the island with? Yeah, I guess so. And it always shows, like, next time on Temptation Island. And it's like, are they hooking up? You know? They have sex. <laughs> so, uh, can they do all that? I guess. Is it like, is it like Bachelor 
in paradise where they can just go time. I'm sure they turn them off, but I don't know. Yeah, this is the first season, so in like Bachelor in Paradise, they can just go do whatever the heck they want. Oh, like they'll just be banging Um. in the middle of the. Just who cares? (laughs) Right? Maybe. I don't know. It's just my. You know my favorite is that's funny, but you know my favorite scenes in Bachelor in Paradise is when like two people are just like intensely making out, (laughs) and then you got the one dude that just because you know you're like you're on an island, right? Mm-hmm. So you got like eight guys and eight girls, and if none of the eight girls like the guy, any like one of the guys, he's just there. <laughs> and so, like for example, one scene I can remember is these two people are in a hot tub, right? This, <laughs> these two dudes, and then a girl comes over and starts making out with the other, like one of the dudes, and the other guy's just sitting in a hot tub, like, and you can see it on his mind. He's like, "So I need to leave because this is awkward." Dude, bro. But I, I don't know what to do. And so he sits there for maybe two minutes. Oh, that's And hilarious. then just like – and he's like – he's like wants to say goodbye to his bro, but his bro's like deep in this – and it's just like right. – ah, And then he just like runs off. It's so – it's so incredibly <laughs> awkward. Yes. Yes, exactly. Just show me a picture of a meme of like a cat like confused. Oh god, it uh, is hilarious, and then oh, sometimes man. they'll just they're just hanging out. Right. Like one time they have you know they, it's <laughs> they're like in these like tiki, like yes. you know, and one time these two guys and the other guys just laying on like you know like a, a counseling couch. Yes, he's just laying on that like, <laughs> oh, what's going on over there? Huh? They're just, just getting it on, dude. Some of the guys are there just to be there. They're just like, I'm just gonna sit here, right? And I'm not gonna. I'm not going to meet a single girl because I know they all hate me because I'm a douchebag. But I'm going to sit here and have a great time. So, mm-hmm. hilarious. And it's funny because, like, the couples at the end of the show can, like, block. <laughs> like, block singles from. I don't know what it blocks, though. It's not like. It's just this necklace with some beads on it. And be like, you can't talk to this person or something. But it's not like that it stops them. I don't know, man. What a weird show. Comes on at 10 tonight. If you... <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm in there. No. I'll be in bed by 10. That's funny. Mm-hmm. It, it's funny. I thought I shouldn't mention it. All right. Yeah. What's our week? What's our list next week? Um, I don't have like a catchy name for it, but it's things we believe need redemption. Okay. Can so you explain? That, so like an example is, for me would be Dr. Doom. Like it doesn't have to be superhero related, but for instance, I think Doctor Doom needs okay. redeemed. I got about fifty screen. for this already, so there we go. I'm good. I'm happy. How many you want to do? Because we're doing Marvel movies again next week, so we can do ten. Ten. Okay. And then just fly through. What uh, we got? Doctor Strange and Spider Man Homecoming. Yes. Oh, lit. Have that on DVD. I'm gonna pop that in and watch that. Have nice. it on Blu-ray. Noise. Noise. When Doctor Strange is on Netflix, so yeah. Is it still there? Mm-hmm. Lit. It should be. Lit. Cool. Yes, very cool. All right. Cool, so cool, top cool, cool, top cool, cool, 10 cool. things that need redemption. Yeah. It doesn't have to be. Movies, like, characters, TV anything. shows. Yep. Got Stuff it. Didn't get the proper love you. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right. All right. Adios, Goodbye. my good friend. Bye.